You're not listening. You're not listening to the shameless goat. The shameless goat. The shameless goat. So here we are now. So um, today we're now in the aftermath of uh, the untimely murder. Untimely. Yeah, for sure. Of George Floyd. Um, as everyone knows by now, he was murdered by a police officer he was i won't say eight let's say uh, four multiple yeah. at least um but main definitely at least mainly one who uh, crushed his spine i think his death was ruled uh asphyxiation mm-hmm. of blood to the uh, head and neck by I a believe. second autopsy by a second autopsy Not yes. the first one. um so now we're in this <laughs> no because like the police officers had their own and yeah of course it's bullshit i know for sure so an independent um coroner ruled that it was a homicide by asphyxiation which is um, a loss of blood to the essential organs um so now we're here and i just want to get you guys's reaction to where we are now we all know it's bad but just how you feel internally in response to everything that's happened anybody i mean i would say it was hard to watch but it wasn't it was no different from last year for me it's kind of like it got to the point where it's almost numb again we're like okay damn and she looks bad all right well again this happens again another guy that can't breathe it's like so all the reaction is cool and I understand it, but I just don't have that feeling. Where it's like you keep seeing trauma, you keep getting the tra- same trauma, you get used to it in a sense. Facts. You know what I mean? So that's where I am right now. Yeah, it's kind of the same for me. Um, I realized and watched it that the shit was nine minutes of agony. Like it was traumatizing, and unfortunately, you kind of become numb. Like Aunt said, you know, like you become numb, you start questioning what did this guy do as opposed to seeing him as a human being that deserves you know um human rights so um the nine minute watch to me was kind of it was hard man like the man was crying he's a grown-ass man crying out for his mother who's dead you know um that shit was it was hard i, I actually cried watching it because as a black man i understand that at any moment you can kind of be doing in that same position and it fucked with me a lot because you know this was a father a son, you know, a brother, you know, to a lot of people. So it fucked with me and it fucked with me mentally. And, and it kind of just kind of changed my entire, like, aspect of my entire, like, view on, on the police and, and the system that we live in. I think even, I'm sorry, even watching it, you get into a thing where you're like, in, like, you know the outcome was going to happen. You know he's going to die. But then you start, like, rooting for him to make it. And it's like, bro, like, come on, come on, create. Yeah. Come on, create. Get up, create. You know what I mean? But it, Sure. It just never happened. You just wish someone in the crowd were able to stop it. You like if I was there, this would I would have did this. This would have been different. But in reality, this is our reality. Mm-hmm. What about you, Paul? Yeah, I just I felt numb. I felt numb watching it all over again. It's happening again, and um, I actually only saw the short version. It took me a while before mm-hmm. I was able to watch the long version because I'm like it's it's. I've already seen this before. I didn't even. I felt like I didn't need to watch the long clip, but then eventually I went back and took a look at it, and I'm like, man, shit is real. It was yeah. tough to watch. Yeah. They got their they got their little lookout trying to keep people on the streets. Like, what law says you can't step into a street and record from a street? Yeah, they try to keep people on the sidewalk. 
but they didn't i guess they didn't know there were people recording from the backside also yeah and that's what really like shocked me when i right. saw the backside the three days later yeah where there it's were like, four cops on the other half of his right. body just like men on him for what reason yeah. And I, like what struck me when I was watching it is, um, you know, I saw the same reaction. I saw the same video that we all saw had the same reaction. But then like another cop, like I heard her speaking, a former Minnesota cop, she put it in context. She was a former police chief. She was like, what was so surprising to her was that like there was no adrenaline rush for him. It wasn't something that was like surprising. I think he she said that he had his hand in his pocket. He did. While he was yeah. kneeling yeah. on his back. He was so comfortable. Yeah. Right. So he was like, like you look in his eyes, you see his hand in his pocket. There's no like feeling of rush. Like, you know, you could kind of give him benefit of the doubt. Like, okay, he was, he had he was like scared, all things going right. on. Scared, right. But he just looked comfortable. And then the Asian man, I guess, who was like the lookout, just looked like comfortable. Right. Like this yeah. was not, like nothing happening right now is abnormal. Like, like his routine. Kind right. of, yeah. right. And then you saw the backside video of the other cops on the latter half of his body. Mm-hmm. And nobody felt like, they know everybody's watching. They know everybody's recording, but nobody felt like shocked. Nobody felt surprised. Nobody felt. I mean, they're used to getting excited. away with it. They're, they're, sure. they're, they're Absolutely. definitely used to. As as much as we feel numb, as much as we're we're used to seeing this, they're used to getting away with it. Yeah. I think another big thing when I was watching was when you seen uh, the paramedics come. And I'm like, okay, the paramedics yeah. there, something can happen. Revive him. They, they check CPR. his pulse and they back away and they like, oh, you can see they went to the truck and like, oh shit, man, this motherfucker dead. Uh, we got to get the body and go. Yeah, so he was dead on the scene. That's you know, yeah, I, he, that's, he, he was bro, dead on the scene. I never watched the full. Of I've never seen a paramedic come to the scene and not try to help someone, not try to revive. They someone. literally threw his they, ass in the goddamn yeah. car, right, and, and, and left the, just the, to get out of there. They knew that's he was, crazy. They took his pulse. They didn't say let's out. Let's like right. Let's, let's bag him. Nothing like CPR. Nothing. It he was, felt a cold body and he walked away. He said, "Yeah, fuck sure. this. He's dead." As and, a crowd, he had to de-escalate the situation. Whatever he needed to do to get out of there. And so the reaction has been very strong by black people for sure. But the entire media, the world, the world even has been. There's been protests all over the world. So I wanted Absolutely. to ask you a, a question. The reactions to George Floyd's murder, along combined with Ahmaud Arbery, combined with Breonna Taylor, all who've died, or all who've been made aware of within the last maybe two, three weeks, do y'all feel like this reaction is the beginning of something, the middle of something, or the end of something? Well, I felt like, at first I was like, okay, here we go again. Okay. But this one just feels a little different, mm-hmm. though. When I, I think it was Saturday, Sunday, and I saw people protested in France and Japan and Iran. And I'm like, whoa, 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 what, what's yeah. going on? And then I see corporations, big corporations coming out making statements. Citigroup, yeah. Nike, all these big corporations lending their voices. I'm like, I don't remember seeing that before. But you know, I think a part of that is because of the celebrity of you know certain people like maybe LeBron James. Um, some of the things he stood out about, you know, before when you know, Eric Gardner and, and the no, I can't breathe T-shirt. So I think with, and that's why I, I kind of alluded to this before with um, LeBron or celebrities. You know, they do have a obligation to speak out. I think now that you know you have people like LeBron James speaking out, these celebrities, corporations have to kind of have to understand and back this shit as well. They they kind of understand that you got to choose a side at this point. And to watch a man die for nine fucking minutes, like, begging for his life? Yeah. I think that's what resonated with a lot of people. Like, it wasn't a situation where, you know, somebody got shot. We didn't know what kind of, like, what happened beforehand. We saw that they built a narrative about a guy saying, oh, he was, you know, um, 
belligerent. He was out here unruly. And then we saw the video and saw that this guy didn't do much of anything. Cool. Oh, this just George yeah, Floyd? George, right. George, okay. Yeah, George Floyd. From the Floyd store's show. view of the camera. The store's view of the camera showed that this guy didn't, at any point in time, like resist arrest. He was... um. He was a model citizen who got put Pretty over. much. And he got arrested. And, and then you saw this guy beg and die for nine minutes for his life. I think that, that had it not been that case, had it not had to been the video, we wouldn't be here talking about this shit. But because, you know, we saw it for nine minutes. A yeah. man, a grown 40-something-year-old right. man begging for his life. 46. 46. No one can sit here and see this shit and not see that. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a need for change. That's just my, my take on it. What about you, Tony? Do you feel um, like this is the beginning of something the middle of something the end of something or nothing so special i know we said like it's been protesting all over the world i feel like i've seen protesting all over the world before right and so i feel like this is honestly yeah it's gained more prevalence around the world or even like how you say celebrities are now okay with speaking out because they have big corporations behind them and they're able to speak out which is a good thing because now they don't feel like they're gonna like get their what is the the endorsements taken away or they're gonna be looked at a certain type of way but I don't feel like this is any different from last year. Really? From last year? What was last year? Oh, um, just say, even Trayvon, anything. Okay. You know, Trayvon was a um, big thing, but now, <laughs> where's Trayvon now? Where's the movement for Trayvon? Is I mean, it may be still out there, but it's not as prevalent as it was before. Like, think, everything dies down. I think this one seems to be a lot larger. Like, Why is that? I don't know. What Look thing at, is different about it? Um, Again, it was a, you actually saw the video. So with Trayvon, there was no video um with him being killed so we kind of took the word of the only person who survived the incident which was um what's that cracker name um George Zimmerman George Zimmerman yeah. so we kind of just saw you know we, we we only had his we only had his opinion you know right. on, on what took place as opposed to you saw a grown man beg for his life and die it's it's completely different from you know a lot of stories that have been taking place before where we even with the Breonna Taylor yeah. We didn't see the video. You get what I'm saying? We didn't know what really happened. It's different when you see a person die, you know, on camera, you know, right in front of you. It's kind of different. And it, it shouldn't. It but. shouldn't actually need video. Yeah, like, shouldn't. How many people? How many people get killed by the police and there's no phone in front of them? Like it shouldn't take a video before people say, "Okay, we need to change what's going on." Right. But it's hard to relate when you don't have a video. Well, you know, I feel like this is not the first time we've had video though. Like it's not. I, to me, what what like makes it different for me is like the the nine minute struggles. Mm-hmm. It's like you see like a loss of life. Where it's like for example, I I, I think it was um I forgot, oh Laquan McDonald in Chicago. So he was shot sixteen times by police officers. But like for me now, I guess I'm so desensitized to it. So when I see like somebody getting shot on TV, it's, I don't feel as much different as I would in like somebody getting shot in Call of Duty. For example, like mm-hmm. it almost seems okay. the same. Have the same kind of reaction. Like I don't really feel like there's a loss of life, right? Because it's a, it's quick, so, death. It's a quick death. But when I see somebody like struggle, like Eric Garner in New York, yeah. When I see him get tackled to the ground, I hear him say, "I can't breathe," and, and plead I, for their life. And I hear I the cops. Different. I hear yeah. the cops say, "Fuck your breath." Like you yeah. can hear the cops say it. So when I see George Floyd like losing his life, it's like, right. oh man, this that is. Was that was a this long not, fucking nine minutes, though. Hey, you got time. all the people on the streets telling the cops, hey, yeah. hey. And that's what makes it different, too. His, he's bleeding from his nose. Hey. Exactly. There was just no... If I would have saw the cop, you know, reposition his body or even just kind of, like, move a little bit But he did to get a better position. Yeah, to and choke it, him out. It, it made it even worse. But, I mean, even if he moved his, his, at his, his knee at I some know. point and maybe he died later and on. And check on him a little I bit. I could say maybe, you know what, he, he did have some type of remorse. He was trying to see if he was okay. 
But it was kind of like a very deliberate, you know, action that was made in order to choke the man out. Right. And fuck that dude. Yeah, for sure. And I think like, and I, th- I think like the majority of the country, mainly white people who are the majority, they saw that too. And this time, there's not a lot of things you can really say right. about it. Like, oh, well, he was being... Yeah, he was resisting arrest. Or he, he was being belligerent. Or, something or he was doing... The officer was doing what he was taught to do. Right, right, and, right. Because now we see the discretion that he had to not do it. He could right. have not done that. I think that's the big... Because if you're already handcuffed, easily take him in the truck and it's over. That's, that, that was the whole point. He was already handcuffed. So what was the point if he... The video showed he was, at no point was he... Resisting arrest, right? Right. So why not throw him in the car? And then to find that he actually knew the guy that they worked in right. the same place at the same club. They were both security both, guards. They were both security guards, shit, right? and they were bouncers. So you've had a running with him at some point. You now know? it seems premeditated. Exactly. Almost, you know what I mean? That's the nigga right there that I got a problem with. Let's and get then, him. I mean, with that, I mean, I guess you work at a nightclub. It's like I, I don't really put that much weight in their connection because they work. There's plenty of people like I work with that. I, if I see them two years from now, oh, we work together. Oh, I have no idea who you are. So that I don't really. But still, he just dehumanized and made him. He turned him into nothing. So that's something I can't really like. I can't accept with that. But like we said, the reaction has been strong, right? So there's right. Been yeah. protests worldwide, Absolutely. countrywide, every city, every. You gotta get out there and protest. Local municipality. Um, I guess just overall, what's your takes on the reaction, the protesting to? For me, I think it's um, absolutely necessary. Um, I have a different approach from a lot of people. You know, um, I don't, I, I can't sit back and watch people speak for us and and, and protest on my behalf. Because at the end of the day, you know, um, I've never really been that person. I'm not that passive of an individual. You know, so I actually went out there on Sunday okay. um, in in downtown Miami. And um, at first, I was kind of like on the fence about it. Like, man, I got a career. I got a lot of shit to lose. And then I thought about it, man. That could have very well been me. You know, like, I've been in a position where I've been pulled over and my hands are shaking. You know, even um, there was a situation with the, you know, the the, the college students who got put out of their car mm-hmm. and were tased. And I'm like, that could have been me. Just being black and being in the wrong place at the wrong time. So I, I went out there and I did um, protest. Um, it was a different, you know, feeling. It was surreal. You know, there's a lot of, there's a very mixed crowd, a lot of white people, you know, who are out there for whatever reason. I don't, I don't give a fuck why they're there. You know, the thing is that, you know, we have a certain level of protection while they're there. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't see the shit being so peaceful had it been all black people. Mm-hmm. True. You know, but I remember being down the street, walking in the street. We walked through um, downtown. We ended up in Overtown. We went to Winwood, man, and. I kind of had a sense of pride that I was doing something that I needed that needed to be done. You know, it's it's one thing to post about the shit on social media, but when you're out there with the people who really are like, you know, putting their life in, you know, in in harm's way or in danger, you know, um, it's different, man. So that was just my take on it. You know, I don't know. I feel like you kind of lose hope with the protesting, from my standpoint. Definitely. So like, I can easily say like, Martin Luther King protested. I mean, yeah, well, things got better. We got a lot of things done, but we're still fighting the same fight. So has protesting been very effective? I don't know. I think protests, we, we definitely came a lot since the 60s, uh, really far since the 60s. But mm-hmm. a friend of mine wanted me to go protest, and I don't know. I've just been kind of sitting back more, watching everything from social media, Um being a little bit surprised by some of the reactions, but I still feel like, okay, 
there I know there's a big majority of white America out there who still for them nothing's changed and that that's the part that really discourages me as much as the part that gives me hope is seeing all the demonstrations internationally and mm-hmm. the corporations mm-hmm. but I still know there's a, a really large part of white America that doesn't that care it. at all so mm-hmm. you didn't protest because you know white people who still no 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 change their view. no okay I didn't go out to protest because of coronavirus okay okay um, I, I knew people were going to be really close together and yeah that was the reason I didn't go so so yeah. let me check that real quick um I was out there everybody had on fucking mask so funny enough I was the only idiot that didn't come out there with a mask and I I forgot to bring it. But when I got there, luckily enough, we were on Bayside. There was a um, CVS right there. I went inside and purchased a mask before I even went out there. And hey. I kind of kept my distance, but Shout for the most CBS, part, I was good. Yeah. Trump supporter. Shout CBS. out CVS. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I wouldn't say that's a reason to, but hey. What was, yours? Like, what was yours? You said that we've been protesting for some time. I don't know how effective protesting is. Okay. And I have protested before. And... I feel like we're still, I'm still doing this, having the same fight. Like, that's like being in a relationship and you're still fighting over the same thing the same way. Okay. But okay. protesting, ha- can't, it can't just, it's not protest alone that will bring change. Understood. It's, it's, it's protesting up. combined with voting and voting n- not only when it's time to, r- to vote for president. A lot of the change is needs to happen on the state and local levels. There's only People don't. People really need to understand where uh, how the system works. You know, we have a federal state system of government. The federal government doesn't control everything. The federal government doesn't control policing. Right. Policing is it's, it's, right. for, it's for state and local government. So yeah. people need to just try to pay a little bit more attention to what's going on on a local level and vote in these local elections. You like you have. Eighty percent of the prosecutors in the country are are white men, like because who's voting for them? The the people who are paying attention, those are the one who who keep voting for these guys. So and, what, so what do you say about people who say that you know um, we're not the mi- I mean the majority? So if eighty percent of the prosecutors are you know white men, you gotta understand that we make what thirteen percent of the fucking. I mean, I, I think he's, even in your neighborhoods, though, most likely you're not the minority in your neighborhood. You know what I mean? Depends so, on where you live. Right. But where we come from in Miami, we can probably make a change based off the way we vote, for sure. If we had more people that vote. If we took, yeah, if we took local elections maybe right. more seriously. Because I know personally, I don't. I just vote. I, I don't even like voting, but I vote for like, you know, Barack Obama and shit. You know? Right. Like, it's very ignorant to say, but I vote for like, my first time voting for Barack, second time voting was for Barack, third time was for Hillary. And it's fourth time I got Biden and Trump, so I have to pick whichever one. If you're not black, it's gonna be Biden. Anyway, so but it's like, but yes, if we took local um, officials, elections, sorry, more seriously, they'd be a better. We'd have probably a better outcome. Right, there'd be more black judges, there'd be more black uh, police chiefs, everything. You know what I mean? It'd be like Atlanta almost. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I wish. I mean, I wish it was Atlanta. It's probably a good example. Um, Just to kind of go back to what we were saying before, like my reason for not protesting was just the. I feel like the the protest has been like co-opted by by other groups like the Absolutely. extremist groups. I feel like it's almost like protesting itself. I'm for it, I'm with it, but when it's disorganized to the point of chaos, that puts me in that puts me in unnecessarily 
like harmful situation. I right. think a lot of that chaos is at night. The protest during the day is it's, it's mostly peaceful. peaceful. Yeah. It's, it's once it gets to nighttime, that's when you see a lot of the crazy and, stuff happening. And I also want to say something like, you know, we've been seeing a lot of videos of white individuals yeah. sabotaging, you know, the quiet, peaceful pro- protest. CIA. So, yeah, and, and, and I've seen a lot of videos of police officers damaging their own cars. They've been, you know, breaking a lot of um, businesses. And so I can't say that, you know, the protest doesn't work. Um, I think that, it you know, for the most part, it does bring awareness. You know, we're talking about it now because obviously it's, it's done its part. Most of it is peaceful. For sure. Uh, yeah. Know? And I, I don't want to frame it as it being like just chaos. Like, of course, most of it is peaceful. And then the day after, people come and clean up, you know, what the loot, uh, rioters and looters, the people who've done harm, right. have done to businesses. So I'm totally with it. But, you know, that kind of leads me to my next point of the looting. So that's the part of the chaos that I'm trying to avoid. Because there's been chaos looting during the day, too. I mean, so that's the part that I have, like, a reaction to. So looting is something that I wish we did not do. I, I, I disagree. I, I understand. I'm not. Right, I'm right. sure. I wish something is we did not do. Like I understand where it comes from: the frustration, the anger. We believe in the system. The system has failed us. We are protesting. We did this silently. You guys not hearing us. But the looting, I think, has a it doesn't have a net benefit for us. So I, I think I think I'm in between with the looting. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like you say, like the the frustration and stuff like that, and then it leads to looting. You know yeah. What I mean? But then it's the other individuals that max the looting from the frustration. The one that goes out there to benefit. You you know, people are there to benefit. Right. And that's my problem with it. So then you have to put it as a whole. Looting is bad. That, I mean, it's bad I mean. for sure, but I can't understand it anymore when, when people are targeting stores to right. go to. That's exactly right. I, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Paul. I kind of feel, if I'm going to be honest, like I'm... I should be against the looting, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of fine with it. Yep. As long as you're not looting in your own neighborhood. Black neighborhood. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I just feel like there's so much anger out there and nothing uh, for, for a lot of people. They haven't seen progress. Absolutely. So I really understand that frustration and I would prefer that they don't loot, but I'm kind of cool with it when I see them in these high end um stores like i don't when they when they're taking iphones who cares i don't care about iphones like i like iphones i have one but that's not that's not hurting anybody apple's a billion how many billions of dollars like that type of stuff doesn't bother me too much and if and the way i look at it is like this you know um america has looted black americans or black people our entire lives Mm -hmm. you know you go to any fucking museum it's filled in there with you know with a bunch of African artifacts. What the fuck did, did we did we pay, did this shit to y'all or did y'all take it? You know that's my mindset. You know like a lot of we've been looted our entire life. I mean not necessarily me but our ancestors. You know um, people slaves were brought here and forced to work for free. You know um, a lot of what we had was stolen from us. You know so at this point I mean I I, I can't say I disagree with the looting. I think it should be, you know, better targeted. You know, it doesn't make sense to hurt our own people or hurt our own community. But I'm not against it. Fuck it. And I think people you, with a lot of these corporations, they don't understand. They don't speak out on, on it because at the end of the day, it doesn't really affect them. But I think where a lot of people are now speaking out, a lot of corporations, they're kind of trying to say their own ass and save face. You know, you got you know people speaking out like you know Nike or some shit. They don't want nobody to know their shit stolen, so they they're going to speak out on it 
in order to keep prevent their shit from being attacked. Yeah, I mean, but, but Nike, the Nike store again. I think Chicago got looted. Like Nike stores all over the place get looted. Right. And the problem that I have with the looting is that it undermines the message to me because True. because right. it's like you're looting, and this is not everybody. This is just a minority of people. But okay, you're saying like they looted because we've been looted, so let's loot back or so. Like we have no respect for this system. But to me, when you're looting, like. The mentality of it is you're still buying into this Eurocentric lifestyle anyway. That's so right. you're buying you you loot the Gucci store because you're thinking about I'm gonna get these nice sneakers, this nice bag, True. so I could wear to iguanas. So right. I'm stunning them holes, them holes in. You know what I'm saying? Like you're just doing this to stunt. Like yeah. I have this much. I'm getting Nikes. I'm, you're not getting like essentials. Now if you're yeah. looting Publix, right? It doesn't you make your life better by right. what you're looting. It's just looting to loot. I'm gonna right. go to to flex to flex. Yeah, like if you, were, I saw somebody stole a Mercedes. You know what I'm saying? I like, ain't mad at that nigga. <laughs> they stole a Mercedes, like and a Honda as well. Oh, Honda, well, that's economical. That makes sense. But no, like, thirty miles a gallon. Still in a car, yeah. you're not gonna go far. Right? Yeah, yeah, you're not gonna go far. Yeah, still an iPhone. I saw, I saw. I put the picture in the group chat. How like the as soon as you turn it on, it was like this phone belongs to Walnut Creek, um, Apple Store. Please right. return it. You know what I mean? So that doesn't. Help. So that's something that, and something that you said about corporations and, you know, well-known um, entities speaking out on it. Here we are now. Like on the previous episode, we were saying that we want our Michael Jordans and we want our LeBron James to speak right. out. And we learned, boy, <laughs> you got a mixed bag when it comes to stuff like that, man. Yeah. But I think people need to be careful because you're gonna, we're, we're setting ourselves up for disappointment if we think. Just because LeBron James and Tiger Woods and all these people are speaking out that this won't happen again. It's going to happen again, but people need to know that we have to do our parts too. If we're not, if we're just waiting for LeBron and MJ and everybody else to speak out, but we're not willing to go pay attention to what's happening on a local level, then we're part of the problem. Okay. Because this system is set up that all the power isn't with the federal government. We can't just put it on Obama and put it on uh, MJ and big voices. We have to pay attention to what's happening on the local level. We have to pay attention to local elections. For sure. We have to know who our police chiefs are. And and, and uh, a lot of the... It's a complicated system. It's not so simple as just let's let's get LeBron and some big names to say something and then everything is solved. If we if if people put their hope on that, they're gonna be disappointed because that's not the way things work. Right. But see, I also think that it, you know it's not just on voting too. I think at this point, you know, we've been talking about voting for over a hundred fucking years, and right? not everybody votes. A that's, lot of people don't vote. A lot of people can't vote. So we we got to take that into consideration as well. You know, at that, if we're gonna be real about it, you know, shit. I don't think that all these people voted for fucking Trump to be in office, but that cracker's still in office. So, I mean, yeah. at some point, you know, I think things get tampered with. You know, I think, listen, <laughs> if we're being honest, man, a lot of this shit, I think, is, you know, um, preordained. You hey, know, conspiracy so, theory. Here we go. Yeah, you know, but I'm not going to get into all that. But, I mean, <laughs> we just know that there were things put into action. You know, there were plans put into action that allowed, you know, um, Trump to be our president right now. Or y'all president. But you know, <laughs> the electoral college. What do you mean? No, nah, we know that he was. That shit was tampered with, man. We not even gonna have that conversation yeah, just no, now. Right. Okay. What do you think, Tony, about um, large entities, businesses, celebrities speaking for, or some in between? I mean, 
to bring awareness to the situation, you always need like a face. Yeah. So you know what I mean? Getting people that you everyone agrees with, everyone loves to say something about it does a lot. It does a lot for the people. It's like like you feel like they're rooting for you. You know yeah. what I mean? So you're like, yeah, we're together. But in in reality, I mean, I'm kind of on both sides again. Like I understand what LeBron can bring with companies, and he shows other celebrities how you can speak up. And with those, you see a lot of people are giving money. Even Christy Teigen, she gave two hundred thousand dollars for, uh, I guess the bailout fund or whatever. Yeah. So that's what happens when people with, who are celebrities come together and speak on things. They can make things happen. But like how Paul said, they nothing will change from them. From them. Besides helping them get out of jail, helping people get out of jail, but like, what about next week? Will this stop because of that? No. So I mean, but I do agree. We have to vote. Oh, we, oh, we have to vote. Yeah, that's I mean, the I, only. I, I that's see, the only solution I see. Yeah, you ahead. see in Atlanta, those are two. Officers? Yeah, the, those two black kids that were in the car, the college students yeah. who were harassed. They're charging six six officers, officers in that incident. Yeah. So. If we vote and we put the right people in place, when cops abuse their authority, prosecutors will go after them. Right. But when we don't vote and we're sitting in this country with over 80% of the prosecutors are white men, we're not like that excludes so many people. We're not even talking about women. We're not talking right. about black women. We're not talking about Asians, black men, anything. Asians, Latinos. We're, Just white it's men. white men, right. most of them. Right. And and they're covering for their friends who are who are the cops that are doing bad stuff. Right. Right. So people have to... T- no, we have a voice. We have a vote. You got to use it, and and put the people who you want in more of these different positions. And then I think they transferred the the case over to a black uh, AD or something. Like yeah, that. And, and it, George, there was, was another local. Yeah, oh, Floyd. And, and, okay. And, and, and yeah, they had to. In Minneapolis, there was a a white man. One of the eighty percent of um, prosecutors are white men. So the local prosecutor was a, a white man. They transferred it to the state attorney general, who's Absolutely. a black man. Who's a black right. man. Which they speaks to. to the value of voting, because are those right. appointed or are they voted? Well, you got to look at each state. Each state well, could be different. Okay. But, but oh yeah, I'm but with definitely you. vote and get your yeah. guy in, in a sense. In like a sense, yeah. Val- yeah, the value of voting. I mean, I'm in between, like, the problem that I have is, like, I just want, I just want my local, my favorite celebrity or brand to say the one the thing I want to hear like I don't want to hear the odd sides argument you know what I mean like mm-hmm. okay for example I was telling y'all earlier about like the dream the dream was like look all y'all Atlanta people don't be like don't be right in my businesses like I built this for my kids like it's hard to get a loan because we black it's hard to get you know insurance claims verified it's hard to get like build your business back up like I could get the building back but I can't get the furniture the infrastructure the wiring the electrical I can't get that back so if y'all loot my building you know, X, Y, and Z. So right. I'm thinking You're like, destroying another black man, is right. what I'm saying. But I'm thinking like, damn, Dream, bro, this is not the time <laughs> to hear that. That makes a lot of sense to me. Right. And but. Yeah, I can't. Like, so now when I listen to like falsetto, I'm like, damn, this nigga sings great music. But he's against, you know, he's just all about the business. So that's, like, that's what I was thinking. Like, like, I'd rather hear him say, like, I'm rooting for you guys. Like, this is yeah. social injustice. Exactly. You talking and about I, your I, business? I feel you, but like, but like you put the eye before the team. Nah, no, not the time. No, <laughs> I, feel, I feel he's absolutely correct. I feel he's one hundred percent correct. Like 
I mean, he, he worked hard to put that business together. Sure. I'm sure nobody yeah. gave it to him. He's not Trump with some a dad that gives him three thirty million dollars to to get started. He probably worked his way up and built something from the and, and he's looking forward to giving it to his kids. I, I don't see a problem with him. Saying, yeah, I was gonna say I don't, don't disagree. Don't dis- I don't disagree with you or him. He's right. Yeah. But yeah. today, yeah, that's not today's not a today. Day. No, like, yes, because because if, if he doesn't say something today, tomorrow it might be gone. He has to nah, say something I today. Would, yeah. I would go get that shit because he. Because you said no, <laughs> I don't what? even know the name of your business. Or I will whatever find it is. out. I'm gonna wear the shoes you have in your showroom. That's the time. The timing is the like. No, up. I think the timing. There's nothing wrong with he, the timing. I okay. think he, he failed to relate to the black people and the oppressed the people. Right. You know, like they I'm, say, I'm sure right. he. I'm sure he's on the side they, of the protesters. Yeah. Nah, he, he can't know. be. He, he just sounds like he's on the side of his damn self. You know, like the way I see this riot is the the language of the, of the oppressed. You know, like ah uh, yeah, you have to. You know, at some point. We've tried all the peaceful, you know, um, ways, and measures, and tactics to kind of get shit done. At this point, it is what it is. And the crazy thing about it is, it's still not even our people who are out here doing the crazy shit. Yeah. Know? It's not us. It's, it's still white people. It's still them. Yeah, for sure. Well, shout out to the white people because they are with us side by side. For sure. Are. Not all of them, though. Yes, well, a lot. Well, yeah. I mean, but a lot are right there. But like you said, at the protest, like yeah, there was, was a lot of us. It was yeah. a mixed bag. And you said what, what I saw, thought was interesting. You said, um, you were happy that they were there because they offered a sense of protection. Absolutely. So I sure. think that's I think that's big. Like you know, we do have to shout out white people, people non persons of color for being there. So then that kind of, and on another instance, that shows white privilege at the same time. Yes, it does. I yeah. agree with that. And I, I think this morning, uh, Rush Limbaugh was on uh, the Breakfast Club, and he yeah. said there is no such thing as white privilege or su- white supreme supremacy, yeah. which is crazy to me. For yeah. But he, he he wouldn't be able to see it from our our our, our vantage point. You got to understand that this is a white guy born with white privilege, conservative. You know, a lot of them don't understand what it is to be pulled over and, and not know if you're going to survive the the entire encounter. So right. we got to always remember that. That I heard that I heard that bullshit shit he was talking about this morning on the Breakfast Club, man, and I was just like, man, fuck. Yeah, I, I think he was a little confused though. My definition of like white privilege is like it's not that you don't go through hard things. You right. know what I mean, in life. Is that you don't go through hard things because of the color of your skin? Yes, absolutely. And he, exactly they don't understand right. that part. They that's think, exactly oh, I, right. I get pulled over all the time. Right. That's not what but we're yeah, saying. Yeah, but you bro. the encounter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, I've, I've seen like statistics, like um, oh, police, the, the highest actual police um, brutality rates is larger for whites. Therefore, whites are you know whites go through police killing brutality too. You just don't hear about it. It's like no, if because you're doing an aggregate, so it's mm-hmm. more white people. Mm-hmm. Obviously, right. there's gonna yeah. be more white. You know, police brutality killings, but it's only thirteen percent of us. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was reading earlier today, like in Ferguson, anytime when after the Ferguson Ferguson riots or whatever, the Department of Justice investigated, they was like, anytime the police force used a dog, was on black people. Hmm. Every single time they used a dog Absolutely. to you know help the situation or whatever calm right, the situation right. was on an African American. That's, That's an example of white privilege right, right. there. You exactly. arrested differently. Sure. You're prosecuted differently. You're detained differently. Your, you know, situations are reduced differently. I mean, imagine any time you come out up here on the dogs. 
Take them the dogs. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, unit. Take them the dogs. I'm black. Take them the dogs. And that in itself is like, like you said, like white privilege is not that you're not going to go through hard stuff. You're a human being, right. obviously. I think we've all been pulled over right. and taken out of a police, uh, taken out of our car and, uh, and put in handcuffs or put to the I side. Had guns you know pointed I mean? at you. Right. At some point Shit. in our lives. Like, yeah. And we that should never happen for just getting a speeding ticket. You know what I mean? And, and, for sure, or man. traffic light signal, whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? And we've all had times too where the cop let you go. Right. It's like we're not just saying we just all struggle. There's times where you had a, well, for me, I had an expired license and an expired decal. I was driving dirty. <laughs> and the cop was like, oh, it's your birthday. Have a happy birthday. Stop playing out here. The cop was black, so I don't know if that's the same. Nah, that's, well, your nigga. Well, that's your nigga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's see, but but, but better believe it. If he had a white partner, yeah, he in the handcuffs. You well, I've, I've done, a, I, have, I had a sports car. I've done my fair share of speeding around town, so. Mm-hmm. But I have my my army license plate, so every time I got pulled over, they were like, "Is that real?" I'm like, "Yeah, here's my military ID." Oh, yeah, that's black privilege. And uh, no, that's military privilege. <laughs> military, not, yeah. military, not black privilege. Which, like, and it speaks to that point. It's like there's privileges that exist. There's black right. privilege. Like you know, we they see us as like culture, entertainment, like confidence, right. and maybe that's what I wouldn't call take. that shit privilege though. I mean, I think it's a privilege to be black. I wouldn't want to be anything else. I, I wouldn't either. But, it's, but what's the benefit what? of, of it? culture? <laughs> no, of, uh, no. What's the benefit what? of us being black? That's what I want to know. In right America, here. I don't. I don't know the benefit of that. Uh, there's plenty of benefits to me. It's just like I just feel like if you just take away capitalism away from like the equation, what else? There's nothing else but blackness. To me. If you take away money, just whatever argument you want to bring, take money out of it. And we would be the hierarchy race. We'd be, we are driving the world. We're making the world revolve without, Absolutely, but with, they have, without they, money. They, they're not trying to accept that, though. Ah, yeah, that's and, that's, and that's where the problem is. I, feel, hey, I'm, I think that's what makes them the so thing. scary. You know, like, they see us and they're like, well, shit, here's this guy, black guy. And I saw a video on Instagram today. The lady was saying, you guys are only out here abusing us and killing us because we out here fucking y'all wives. Oh, <laughs> like, man. That shit was crazy. <laughs> it's the only life I had in maybe like five days, honestly. Like, yeah. That's she said, you guys with your small three-inch dicks, <laughs> y'all mad to be black men out here fucking your wives. A black lady said that? Yeah, a black lady said that shit. It was, it was hilarious. <laughs> and, and, and more power to her because I didn't laugh in fucking five days, honestly. Man. Yeah, I've man. been, I've kind of been in a state of, I won't say depression, but just... Like shock, man. I I don't even know what's coming next. You know, with the, yeah. with the president and the bullshit he's trying to do now. You know, with the martial yeah. law. What y'all think about that bullshit? What martial law? Yeah, and and the way he's implementing it. I I don't know too much about that mm-hmm. and him and martial law. I just know what other things he's been doing and saying around the world. You know what I mean? And, any input on that, Paul? Uh, I, I don't. He he. Actually, I don't think he has the legal authority to. He he says a lot of stuff that he doesn't actually have legal authority to, to do. Uh, so this is another example. I don't think he has the authority to just send the army into into these different states without the governor's per- permission. But we've also seen Trump do things that he didn't have the legal authority to do. And then the Republicans in Congress are going to be silent. Democrats are going to protest. So it still works in his favor because his people, his Trump people, they're going to see, oh, the Democrats are just... Uh, against me just because they want to be against me they're not to them they don't see him as doing anything wrong because republicans are always going to be silent when he does something wrong right so i mean but i can't lie i've seen video of military riding down streets shooting fucking rubber bullets and 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 bullets at people you know i've seen a lot of 
The National yeah. Guard is the military. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. They, they've so, been deployed already. So. Right. Well, is we, that the is that is that state by state or is that an us and I guess national I guess or each state no, has their own national, their own national guard. Each state okay, has, yeah. each state has a you. national guard. Got you. Got you. They're the ones that protect us on our land. Okay, and they've yes. they've been deployed already. Right. You know, so. and, which I mean, yeah, because the rioting may have been taken out of place. They're not in every state. I think it's only in twenty three. That's a lot. That's half the fucking country. That's about half. You yeah, I mean, but niggas been looting. Nigga. Like we gotta protect. <laughs> but see, it's not. It's not even just us too. We gotta remember oh, yeah, half of these people are niggas. Are I mean, everybody. Right. Sorry. Yeah. It's so. like you know, it's, it's an agenda behind you know yeah. a lot of what's going on right now. I think you brought up a good point earlier about like how you feel. Like we're all black males here, and we've been witnessing. Like to me, it started with the death of Kobe. Like this has nothing to do with. Um, anything really but it's just like kobe is a black man like myself right and he died and then ahmaud arbery died it's a depression and, and then like, it's like and George Floyd died. yeah it's just like black man just dying now kobe's thing is i know it seems separate but it's just he's because he was like you know a the major, hero to he's all a major of us loss growing up yeah so we're still dealing with that we're still dealing with coronavirus affecting blacks right you know disproportionately well. for sure right. so it's like how do y'all how are y'all dealing with this as black males. I'm traumatized, if I'm being honest. Like, I think I've become numb to everything. At this point, I've already set money aside for my daughter. You know, it is what it is, man. Like, oh, I don't huh. I don't even know the next move You're taking anymore. it there. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going out. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I've become numb to a lot of shit. Yeah. You know, so, it's like, I don't, I don't, if you make it out of this shit, there's <laughs> hmm. still so many other fucking things you got to worry about, True. man. You know, from. You know, heart disease and diabetes and mm. HIV. It's a lot of other shit that you you, you got to worry about as a black person that the average man, white man, is not thinking about. Yeah. You know, and, and then to add Corona to the mix now too. That's tough. Come on, man. fuck out of here, man. And then we got now we got targets on our back, you know, because it's a lot of angry cops out there, man, <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and they're treating us so differently now. You know, I, I've seen a lot of angry cops out here beating people's asses, so. For me, I'm just kind of like, it is what it is, man. I, I've, I've made my arrangements, man. God forbid, but it is what it is. I think I take it the same way exactly how you said it. Like, you just add it to the list of things that a black person can die from more than a white person. So, you, like you said, uh, the heart disease, the diabetes, and all that. So, you just add corona to it. You just add the police to it. So, now we just have a list of things just to survive from. Just keep tagging it on. Have you felt like, before you come in, Paul, have you felt like it's affected your mental health at all? Like, these... And like George Floyd being the last. I think one. I want to have these conversations with my white friends or my white coworkers more. More than you know what I mean? Oh, more. Okay. I think more because I want to see the way they take it, the way they react. Because I think that's essentially that's where the real change will be. Was we with the majority when yeah. they change, then there will be change. Yeah. And I have coworkers that don't think the way I do. They're always on the opposite side, especially about these issues. So I mean, and until I I can hear them say yeah. This is fucked up. That would then I would feel like feel shit. Better, right? It'd be like shit. Okay, like this shit is real. This is not just the black man's yeah. theory. No, you. you know what I mean? What about you, Paul? Well, I just I don't know. I, I feel numb. I feel numb. Yeah. I feel like here we go again, and um, I don't think I. I just feel like un, nothing will change. This this situation does feel different. I gotta admit, like I said, all the protests. In different countries and the corporations, I haven't seen that before. Um, but I still feel like nothing is going to change. For I need to see two things. One, people on a large scale, all the protesters need to learn to look to the local state and local government. 
mm-hmm. and and pay attention and vote over there. And then two, I need to see Fox News start telling the truth to their people <laughs> because luck, I'm not <laughs> like my voice, our voice is it's it's not going to mean anything to, to Fox News is the biggest number one rated uh, news Google, network. Yep. And I know there's a lot of white people who, no matter what I say, no matter what you say, no matter what is shown on TV or video or whatever, they're only going to believe whatever they hear from Fox News or Donald Trump. Yeah. So it's not it's like there's no point even talking to them. There's no point reaching out to them. There's no point saying nothing because until Fox News or Donald Trump tells them, it, it doesn't exist. Right. They, they live in their own reality. Yeah. So until I see Fox News start saying something, I mean, there's no – I don't think there's going to be – as much progress as I would like. This I should freeze in here before that shit happens. Yeah, I know, boy. Fox News? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. sir. That's, that's so difficult. They're not listening to us. They're not listening to anyone else. I, mean, I don't expect no, them too. Yeah, they probably won't. Like, this motherfucker Trump stopped wearing a mask mm-hmm. and said, like, it's not going to do anything. And people actually stopped stop wearing, wearing a mask. mask. That's right. That's crazy. That's right. Yeah. yeah and, and Fox News, like he said, would just kind of be like, oh, but Trump says cool? Yeah, actually, right. it is cool. Yeah, who cares about science? You know what I mean? Like, But, Paul, I just wanted to ask you, how, would you, how does it... I would describe this situation affecting your mental state. Like you said, you were numb. Like, is, would anything make it better or worse? Or talk, Tony said talking to friends, his non-person of color friends would like at least improve his mood. I don't know. I don't know. How, I don't know how to describe that accurately. I just, I'm just going through my life, and this is just something I see, and um, I don't really know how it's affecting me. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I just, I'm just trying to live my life and yeah, do the best I can. I just think people become so accustomed to it to now where it's just a part of our life, you know, like putting yeah. on clothes every day. We know that you're going to turn on the news and it's going to be another black guy dead, you know, like that's it. It's unfortunate to think that way, but it is what it is. I mean, I agree. I'm, I'm, that's why I, I believe in taking action to our own hands, man. You know, like I might be a little different in that in that mindset, but. At some point, man, we got to stand up for ourselves. You know, they, they kill you whether you fucking non-violent or they or kill not. you whether you violent. You know, so. Damn much. You know, when, we, when we were kneeling for, you know, peace and we were kneeling, you know, Kaepernick was out there kneeling, you know, um, for social injustice. You know, they had a problem with that, you know. So now we out here, you know, living this shit up and we out here, you know, tearing shit up and now they got a problem. We're protesting right, loudly right. and it's a problem. It's the same response. So, response and we're getting yeah. the same sure, I might as well get my fucking emotions Louis out Bag. and express myself. Yeah, goddamn right. Yeah, and I don't. Uh, that's why I really like. I don't really fault anybody for looting. Like yeah, I personally I wouldn't like it. I don't favor it. But you know, if that's how you want. You want to smash a window, smash a police precinct window. I get it. I man. actually, I actually shit. like the police building in Minneapolis getting burned down. Absolutely. That part, that part I like. Right. right. That part I like. I enjoy that. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Still in Dodge cars, I see yeah, niggas still in Hellcats. Yeah, see, I mean, I can't agree with that shit, man. Because at the end of the day, you get caught with the shit. Now you got a grand theft charge as, a, right. as an adult, and now you're in this. And now you're in the system. Yeah. So I can't agree I with agree. that bullshit. But I mean, tearing down the institution, the institution that you know was built to oppress us, absolutely burn that shit to the ground. And I would say for me, like I feel just like how you guys like today. Tuesday is Blackout Tuesday, so I'm scrolling my feed. If I don't see a fucking black square in your shit, nigga, unfollow. Absolutely, unfollow. like block. <laughs> like get out of here. If, if I see like if I don't see anything that confirms how I feel or at least tries to maybe not even feel better but not feel worse, 
I don't give a fuck if it's your son's birthday. I don't give a fuck what happened to right. what happened to you at work. I don't care what you ate today. I don't care or throwback Thursday or throwback. You know, just like oh, last year this time we was in you know Jamaica. Like I don't Taco, give a Tuesday. Fuck. Yeah, Taco Tuesday. Fuck all of it. I don't give a. Fuck. I want to see a black square on your absolutely. Instagram. That's it. Like anything else is gonna trigger me because right now, like like we all feel like we all just we're numb. So I guess just lastly, just to like, how do we improve our first our moves? And then, I guess first, let's talk about our mood. How, what are you guys doing to take care of yourselves in this time? Like, I'll start. Like, someone called me today, like, yo, Mike, how are you, man? I was like, yo, man, that, that felt good. Like, we was doing wellness checks with each other. Like, I'm good, oh, that's man. Cool. He was in New York. Uh, guy, or not just cousin, guys. He was in New York. Like, yo, I'm good, man. How you doing? Boom, boom, boom. Talking for chopping up 30, 20 minutes. And that felt good. And, like, doing this right now feels good to me, too. This is, like, another wellness check. Like, I'm checking in with y'all boys. How y'all feeling? How we all feeling? Y'all checking in with me. And I think that's the big thing for me. Like, that's why I was really excited to do today's episode because this is something, like, I can confirm. I can bounce my feelings off of you. And you can kind of, like, you know, mitigate them for me. I mean, I think that's that's exactly what makes people feel better, just having those conversations. You know what I mean? Just getting your thoughts out and not having it bottled up, knowing that you're not crazy. You're not the only one that thinks this way. And like I said, like me is me speaking to people who I don't think will feel this way. And if they do, it gives me confirmation that it feels good. Like I feel good about you thinking like me and you're yeah. not like me. Yeah. That's so for it. me, um, I don't know that I get any type of um, self-care. How are you self-caring? How are you? I went to the gun range. Okay. You know, um, I fired some shots, a lot of shots. Actually, I was out there for four hours. Um Maybe for, maybe for me, I'm just preparing for something. I mean, maybe I, I think something may, bigger is coming along, and I think this is the start of. To answer your question, you asked earlier, this is the start of something for me. You know, okay. I think that there's going to be a lot more coming on, um, happening in the near future. So, I mean, I went to the gun range. I shot off some shots. I can't say it made me feel better, but I felt better. You know, equipped. You know, um, for whatever may come, you know, in the in the foreseeable f- future. But I don't know that I've I've received or I've gotten the mental health um, aspect dealt with. I don't know that I I'm 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 dealing with this shit appropriately. I can't I can't say I am. I don't. I'm hurt. I feel fucked up. Wish I had a girlfriend to cry to. But mm-hmm. <laughs> if I'm being honest, man, this shit, I'm 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 numb out here, man. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm I'm definitely numb. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't really posted anything on social media. I haven't posted anything in I don't know years. Yeah, it, I've I've been numb since Trump became president. Mm-hmm. Like, from <laughs> I'm just trying to do. I'm just going through my daily routine, trying to do the, my work. And how are you trying to care for your mental, like self care? What are you doing to make sure you don't go up the edge or do anything or just I, I don't I don't better? I don't actively think about it. I just okay. go through my my daily routine and my my daily routine it does include exercise. I ride my bike, I work out. So maybe that helps, but it's not something I, that I actively think about. How, what am I how am I taking care of my mental side? I just go through my daily routine and try to take care of what I need to take care of. Yeah. So, so I got a question for y'all. How do y'all feel about, you know, social media and how everything is being portrayed um through Instagram and Twitter? You know, um, what is your idea, your your mindset on, I guess, what's being portrayed to us as far as in the media? 
So you're including social media? Like, yeah, social yeah, media, social absolutely. Media. That's probably the most, you know, um, media. I, I like what I'm seeing. I like that every when I wake up and I, like, the first thing I did when I woke up, I went on Instagram and I'm like, okay, look <laughs> at these videos. Right. Um, I saw some, some people decided to, to drive over cops in cars. I saw some people <laughs> sh- shooting at cops in, 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 a, in another city. There was actually gunfire. That's why it's peaceful at night. But once the once the lights go out, it's crazy out there. So um, I saw some people shooting at the cops and I shared a video with a friend. I'm like, see, I told you it's about to happen. And he's like, yeah, it was a, a, a white friend. I told so, him, I'm telling him, like, people going to sh- fight back. So I think social media has a. They have a, a way to feed the beast in, in a sense that if I believe like uh, the looters are bad, I'm going to continue to watch videos that show me loot, people looting and I'm not going to like it and I'm going to get upset and I'm going to be speaking about it. Or I can see things about social injustice that I don't like and it's going to make me angry again, angry and angry. So right. that, that's the only thing. You got to be careful what you watch and Absolutely. how much you consume. You Absolutely. I mean? that, that, and yeah, that's exactly where I am. I think it's like it's just too much information right. for me it's like the process yeah so the like i have this denzel washington has this quote where it's like if you don't read the newspaper or if you don't follow social media you're uninformed but if you do follow it or you read the newspaper you're misinformed so you have no there's no i don't know if what i'm reading or if what i'm seeing is true i don't know what is true or not anymore it's but just she- too much information like for example when you said um um, that cops were breaking windows and cops mm-hmm. were leaving bricks in neighborhoods. Yeah. Like, I see these videos, but I just don't know what what these videos mean. Like, is that true? Is that not true? Is that just that just happened that one time? Is this a widespread nah, so, thing? So you know me, I've seen several videos of this happening. Right, but I don't know what I don't know what each one to means. individually or collectively means. So are you a conspiracy theorist now? You know what I mean? Right, like, you know what I'm saying? What like, is it? Like, is this like coronavirus, 5G? Is this, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know what anything means anymore. So I think that the question is, is there a ploy behind all of the, which was what, what is going on right now? And that's what really, I think, you know, um, I looked into, you know, there's a lot of, I've seen a lot of videos of cops breaking the shit, right. leaving breaks, white kids in black neighborhoods just walking out of nowhere and picking up breaks and, and throwing them shits in trash and shit. And again, I think, you know, is it safe to say that we believe that there's something happening or brewing up and in, in, in behind the scenes? I, I, I agree. There is. Maybe. I, I don't know. <laughs> I can't tell, man. I just can't. I don't tell. I don't think you need to, like, look to social media to for all the answers to solve all these questions. You just look at it and say, why don't you just take it as an anecdote? This is one thing that happened at this this location at that point in time this happened because when it you comes don't together need to, collectively it's like well, how can you deny it you don't need to say okay this is representative of of something larger you could say okay this is okay. this this did happen the, the dates people were pr- protesting at this location this kid got hit by the cops like you could just say these things happened right and i'm with you like so when, when i see like what i'm saying like these brick the brick thing for example or the cops you know harassing women and men and you know mm-hmm. brutality against them i know those things happen but i just don't because social media is is faster than the news yeah mm-hmm. it is. So i learn about news there's a lot of news that's on the social media you learn about trayvon martin happened on social media michael yeah. brown happened on social media months before it hit the news it hit the news so like there's there's write-ups on op-eds about situations that happen only on the internet only on twitter only on facebook and instagram so philando castile happened on facebook live yeah you know he was killed on facebook so it's like 
it's difficult, man. This whole situation is just it's difficult. And I think what it is is you can't really hide what's happening on social media as much yeah. as you can hide it on the news. You know, they they go ahead, they edit things. You know, they have a whole production team that that spills a narrative, yeah. you know, into the community. Whereas with you know, um, <clears throat> what you see on social media is pretty much unedited. It's raw. It's uncut. But I mean, don't be fooled too. Some it's also biased. Sure. In some sense, yeah. But you know, I mean, you can't. You know, you can't justify a cop shooting a guy in a black. And I mean, sorry, in his back and while he's back, running yeah. away. You know, yes. like certain things you just yes. can't justify. For sure. But I think sure. newspapers are important, also. Like, I, just, I agree. Just because someone's editing it, that doesn't mean it's, it's it's wrong. I want edited information. I don't want to go to some random website out there to uh, to, to 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 try to learn about what's going on because I want I want. Something with a, a newspaper with reputation that's been around for decades, decades, decades. With sources. That has a name, that has a false reputation. False News has been around for decades and decades and decades, and they spill a lot of bullshit. What's False News? Fox. Fox oh, News. Fox. Fox News. Fox News. Fox. They've yeah. been around since the 90s. They're, they're, not, they, they're not as, as, as that's ex- established. As, there's, there's new, they're, they're not, I don't even know, they're a channel, a news network. I don't mm-hmm. know if they have a newspaper. It's so incredible. But there's newspapers that have been around for decades for way sure. longer than fox news yeah man i mean yeah, i mean and that and that's that's that I, I just think just in general just all of us here just need to you know protect ourselves the three of you here i love you guys i know that's crazy i know, safe. I, yeah, know. I want crazy, you guys honestly, to be man. safe though i do love you guys i don't want nothing to happen to you like if you have I just feel like this. All of us here are under, not under attack. I don't want to j- over dramatize it, but we just have to be careful out here, man. So I got a question for you guys okay. just before we, you know, take off. Um, what is it that you feel we need to do as a as a whole, you know, in order to um, come out of this, you know, positively? Well, I would just definitely say vote for sure. I know. Yeah, vote and <laughs> and and organize. Pay attention. Pay more attention to what's going on in the state and local level, and then go vote. Yeah. I mean that's collectively vote. Definitely. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree to that. Like at first, I was probably like maybe resisting, but voting is the only it's thing. The really, yeah, man. You you seen yeah. like some celebrities like Dwayne Wade and and I think Will Smith. I've seen some celebrities posting stuff on on Instagram that's saying, "Hey, these states, you guys have elections coming up in yeah, June. I saw that. These states, you have elections coming up in July." Because they want people to pay attention to the local stuff, not just. The federal, because a lot of the change that needs to happen on local levels. And that's the crazy part. We always looked at Obama to make change, but it's almost impossible for him to change. Him individually. Me and Carol City to change me. You know what I mean? My situation. It's almost impossible. When you have elected officials who are supposed to change, he put them in. They're in place to take care of that. Yeah. But we overlook that. I think, too, like, just as men, like, men just got to be like, yo. Like I just said, I made it really weird in here when I said I love you guys. But we just have to. You don't got to say that. That's a little oh. bit. All right, far. But like, just like have love for your fellow. Absolutely. You know, brothers and sisters, black or white. I'm talking about blacks now. But like, just have love for them. Like, take your dog. All you and the boy. All y'all boys go to brunch together. Wear matching shirts right. if you got to. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to wear matching shirts. Nah, just take care of each other. Just take care of each other, man. Like that's 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 it. Like we doing with George Floyd. Yeah. So yeah. love one another. Yeah. Be love it. Well, I love y'all boys. Stay safe out here. For sure. Stay alive. You know, and take care of your families.